I'm Miss W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in schools, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's a BS in education. Hey, welcome to a BS in education, number 20. When we're done with this one, we will have done 20. We've only done 19 so far. That's we're right. Hitting, we're hitting the big two out. It's very exciting. So excited. This week's episode is all about substitutes. The real mm-hmm. unsung heroes of the pandemic. And Are they, though? <laughs> trying to be nice. And okay, okay. the easiest job to get at this point in time. The economy yeah. is suffering, but not for substitute teachers. Um, but before we dig into that world, what BS did you experience this week, Ms. Doug? Uh, okay, so I have a dresser. It's from Ikea. And mm. I don't know, maybe a couple months ago, I know, like, it's a big, like, double dresser in my bedroom. I noticed it was, like, sagging in the middle. That'll happen. <laughs> so it made me nervous. So I got, like, Shakespeare's folio and stuffed it underneath <laughs> it. Just to, you know, like, sure it up a little more. Um, and then the other day, my husband pulled a drawer and the whole front face just came off. <laughs> and I'm, like, personally insulted because I put this stupid thing together. But, of course, that was, like, five years ago. And it's moved a, f- a few times since yeah. then. They're not meant to move, Ikea. No. Ever. So it was like, okay, let's go ahead and just order some some grown-up furniture. We'll get some, like, solid wood furniture. At least go to overstock.com. And- yeah. Oh, everything takes six fucking weeks at least. What? And they don't tell you until you get to, like, the little checkout thing. That's what websites are you looking at? This is stupid. Um, looked at Overstock. Uh, okay. We ended up going with Wayfair, but I also looked at every local furniture store, and okay. it waits until you get to the very end of the checkout, and then they're like, "All right, it'll be in ready in six to eight weeks." What? Yes, that's dumb. Oh, I know it's real mad. So I'm just like praying that my dresser doesn't collapse in the night. Oh shit! That's but so it might. I ordered a bed from Overstock, and it was here in three days. I also ordered one once and it got here quickly, but I guess since the dresser's going to be assembled, it's a lot trickier. So like, oh, like they're gonna, it's gonna mm, show up. Yeah, this is assembled. since this is a big, all the way put together furniture okay. piece. Like grown up furniture. Yeah, it's grown up like furniture. It's exactly what my husband called it too. <laughs> now that we're almost forty, let's look yeah. into furniture that we don't have to assemble with little tiny Allen wrenches. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, so many Allen oh, wrenches. Lord. So my BS this week was, so we're obviously filming, why do I say filming? We're recording this like right after uh, Thanksgiving break has has begun. So Friday afternoon, we have made it. We're home free. It is is literally dismissal time. And in fact, I am out of the classroom walking the first group of students down to dismissal because their buses have been called. So there's like six kids left in my room and my co-teacher... Like, our rooms are attached, open mm-hmm. concept, and so she kind of monitors the two, but, you know, they're fourth graders, so you assume, like, I can turn my back for even a moment. You thought wrong, Jones, because one of my friends picked up the bottle of table sanitizer spray and shot a kid in the eye with it. Oh, So no. I come back, and his eyes are as red as your sweatshirt right now, and just, like, crying eyes. Oh, <laughs> And no. the girl who did it is just, like, she... She's just, she's not really a bad kid. She's just very, she's just doesn't think, just impulsive. No, she's super impulsive. And she's like, I don't, I was like, why would you do that? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, why would you even pick it up? You're not allowed to pick it up. She goes, well, it's just because it was just sitting there. And I was like, I have one to show. I was like, now I get to call two parents after school today. Instead of just going straight home and enjoying my break, I get to have two phone calls after school. And she's like, Whose parents are you calling? And I was like, Oh my god! His gosh. and yours. Is that a? Re-? She goes. She goes. Can you? Can you just give me a warning this time? I was like, No. You injured you someone. Shot a kid in the face with rubbing alcohol. I have to call your parents. Are you also like going? Hmm. Does alcohol absorb through the eyeballs? I know. Is this kid gonna have a buzz <laughs> on the bus? Well, just to be just to cover my ass, I ran by the school nurse who she was at one of the dismissal stations. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey. He just got shot in the eye with the stuff, and she just looks at me like, yeah, it'll 
it'll go away. He's going to be okay. Like, like I just wanted to make sure that I covered that. So before I call his mom, I can be like, he's going to be fine. He's like, mm-hmm. my eyes don't hurt, but they keep, they keep watering. And I was like, well, it's because alcohol like dries things up. So they're right. trying not to shrivel up and fall out of your head. He's like, what? I was like <laughs> like no, little tiny grapes <laughs> or know, raisins. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's okay, baby. He cries all the time anyway. So it doesn't make any difference. Okay. Speaking of eyes, what? the fuck is in this eye cream you sent me i put it on and i feel like that somebody got like tape and went and i know yes i told you that shit is legit y'all so you know on the last episode episode before last i was talking about how i was how was i described hardy what was it sturdy sturdy Sturdy. (laughs) looking for a sturdy matronly type yeah (laughs) and how i didn't get carded when i was buying wine so miss b sent me some fancy eye cream and i it was so strange feeling yes that's how yeah. you know it's working though i know it's look crazy. at my eyes you don't look old at all <laughs> i know it's amazing so now that I've like i'm wearing a mask i know it's just your eyes i've been putting it on my droopy chin skin yeah now that we're getting older that skin it just starts to get loose so i've been putting it on that skin too i want to put it on my whole to, face and see what it does <laughs> What, just one half of your face? You yeah, like so it's the, just like... How was that movie the with Mel Gibson where half of his face was all fucked up in the fire and then the other half was normal? Do you remember that? It's from like the mid-90s, maybe. No. I I, too, like, it sounds familiar, but I can't think of what movie it is. Yeah. Well, the reason this sticks out to me is because we were leaving the movie theater and my parents were like, you cried in the movie. I was like, no, I didn't. They were like, you were crying. And we pulled up to a stoplight and I opened the door to the minivan and got out just to prove the point that I didn't <laughs> cry. And they're like, get in the car. That's what a hard ass I was. was Such a hard ass. Such a hard ass. Okay, so let's talk about substitute teachers and Mm -hmm. the things they do and do not do for us. (laughs) I found it funny because, of course, I did the minimal amount of research for this, Mm -hmm. and I found a really funny article. It wasn't funny. It was actually very sad. So in a recent survey of nearly 10,000 members of Education Minnesota, which is a union of 70,000 teachers... 29% of respondents reported that they were actively considering quitting the education profession entirely. So that's real bleak. And it's also very believable because I know a lot of people in my personal life who've been like, fuck this, I'm leaving. Yeah. If you're a former teacher, please uh, shoot us a message because we definitely want to do a, an episode where we talk to some former educators. So where are they now episode? Yeah. Where are they now? What is your dream life that you're living now that you quit after the first three years teaching or that you quit because of this? I mean, that's what happened to me when I first taught. Really? I taught for a year and then was like, fuck this noise Bye, and quit. Felicia. And then came back a few years later when I was offered a job in my speci- specified field. Yes. When you weren't doing a, um, a high stakes testing year yes. <laughs> Immigrant students who didn't speak English. In my in my early 20s. In your very early 20s. Oh. Like barely old enough to drink 20s. Mm-hmm. God, what were we doing? Yeah, so I have, a, I have a friend who recently called me because I used to do a profession where I made a lot of money and it was very flexible. It was a, you know, gig, gig economy kind of thing. And she called and she was like, hey, I was wondering, like, my fiance and I just got laid off. And so I was wondering, I was thinking about what you did. And I was wondering if you had any connections in that. And I was like, well, no, because like everything else, it's totally dried up. However, if you would like to be, I was like, I know that you have never expressed interest in teaching or um, being around children at all. But if you would like a job, you could be a substitute teacher because literally the only requirement in my state right now is that you have a college degree in something, doesn't matter what, and you pass a background check, and then you could be a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. And right now, there is such a huge, I want to say they're only filling like maybe a third of the substitute slots that are needed Really, in our district. The last time there was a Friday the 13th, we had 13 teachers out on campus. We had three substitutes come in, and then all the rest of the kids, we just had to like disperse among other teachers. That's just kind of where we're at right now. So um yeah, if you need a job, just suck it up like the rest of us. And Did you ever work as a sub? Hell no. Oh, I did for more than a year, I think. Ooh. Maybe? That Maybe just made me year. nervous thinking about it. Well, when I expressed interest in teaching, and of course I wanted a theater teacher job, 
somebody told me, and I've actually given this advice to several other people, and it's also worked, has said, whatever district you want to work in, apply to be a substitute. And then you might not even have to look for a job. You might just be flagged as a person that's uh, available and qualifies. Yeah, exactly. Like this is, I gave this advice to a friend of mine who was in a similar situation who has, I think, a degree in math or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if you want to teach, I'm telling you, someone's going to ask you to be a full-time teacher in the next six weeks. And they'll, because you can get like an emergency license or there's a number of uh, provisional license. There's Mm -hmm. a number of things. And then they'll just put you in some kind of alternate certification program, which is exactly what happened to me when I taught fourth grade. But I basically had to do like a day of training and then one day of training. I love it. I know, like almost a full day. And of course, you have to get like almost fingerprinted and stuff like hours. that. Yeah. You have to get fingerprinted and all that stuff. And then that we had this really cool like online system. So mm-hmm. just every sub job that was available in the city would just pop up. Like it used you to could, like, go call and... you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to turn the phone notification off though because it, I, my phone would ring constantly. Yeah. And then you can just like accept it or reject it. And I had, like I had definitely had a few where I was like, oh dear God, I'm in over my head. (laughs) And then I also, oh, this is my best one that I still feel guilty for. So once my high school theater teacher found out that I was subbing, trying to find a theater teaching position, when she needed to be out, she would call me because she could say things like, Hey, can you block scenes four through six in this way? And I actually know how to do it. But her classroom was also like the black box theater. And there was a booth in there. And the students needed something. And they were like, oh, it's in a drama teacher's office. And it's locked. So I guess we can't get it. And I was like, we'll just go in through the booth. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, if you climb in under the booth. Oh, my God. It was like as soon as it was out of my mouth, I was like, no. I just taught a whole new generation of students how to break into the teacher's office. Yeah, I'm the worst. The worst. That's so great, though, that you did that. So terrible. But I also had a couple other jobs that I really enjoyed. I remember I subbed for a PE teacher, and I thought that was super fun because, like, half the day he just gave support in other classes. And so, like, he would, like, be an extra teacher. Be like, yeah. Yeah, and then most of the teachers were like, I don't feel like explaining to you what you need to do. So you can just go sit in his office, which was basically a broom closet. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I was at several schools where I would just be calling the office constantly and like, I don't know what they to do. They're throwing stuff me. and they're fighting and it's yes. terrible. That's what I was always scared of, of being a son. Well, like walking but, into an unknown situation. Yeah, but you basically are just showing the people in that district that you know because it was uh, because I taught in a rough district so you're basically Mm -hmm. just showing them that like I understand what I'm getting into yes and I will still accept this job and I will not leave a few weeks later Mm -hmm. we had um this very year we had a teacher on my team who left she was like I can't I this sucks like she had been teaching before but she's young and she has young children and she's like i I'm never able to be with my kids. Even when I'm home, I can't be with them. Right. So she ended up quitting one of the subs. The school had actually hired her as just like the on-campus substitute. And so she was always there. And they ended up filling her spot with this substitute because she's so wonderful. And she's she's fabulous. So yeah, if you're a good sub, it can definitely lead to employment, like good and solid employment so i Maybe had not good a, employment but just like solid employment yeah so i had a few uh a few teachers that were retired teachers mm-hmm. that like would be on your list of subs and they had a code so when you put into the system that you needed a sub i could specify i could be like okay just send this to miss b for 24 yes. hours and then release it into the wild or whatever yes um, so that was always really nice because, and she was such a good sub. She was usually at our school because I, because I was at a, this performing arts school. So I could just track her down and be like, hey. open up your date book. What you doing on December 14th? Cause I want to go do my Christmas shopping. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I'll make it an easy day. You want worksheets or do you want a movie? You right? tell me. <laughs> and she was clubs? well known. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was well known at the school though. So the kids knew her, kids respected her. Yes. Um, 
and and they didn't go nuts or anything like that. That's but a huge part of the it. place where I the state where I teach now, it is much more uh, the it's it's much more in practice to have a building they call them building based educators yeah. oh, so they'll have okay. one or two or three or four depending on the side of the mm-hmm. school size of the school and they're the subs so this is cool because you have somebody that is familiar with the school the expectations yeah. stuff like that because you know, get to know the students will too. try to pull totally. stuff over on subs and be like no miss w totally lets me do that yeah but what sucks is we had two for our whole building and we had like, I don't know, 30 teachers. Yeah. So it was like, we often have more than two teachers that of are course. ill, especially if like there's a flu running through the school oh, or something like that. So then we would just have to divide the kids up. So that happened a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yep. That's that's kind of where we've been. And with the, you know, half the people being online, it's, it's well, we... We divide those kids up too because if if a teacher's out, even if they have a sub for their in class kids, we divide up their Zoom kids anyway because to get oh. a teacher to be able to log in through our learning management system into our district to get into that like to do all that stuff is just too yeah. much. So instead, we have like our kids will go into Schoology and we have a folder that says, "Hey, I'm absent today. Here's your Zoom link for the day." And so we divide those kids up. Okay. And so we'll just have like guest friends in our Zoom meeting, which is always fun i mean they don't they're they're fine they're just there on their screens um do you have any terrible stories of uh of subs any subs that just like you came back and you were like god damn it the well my first year teaching i didn't understand i mean i think i knew i must have known that whoever i came in there would not be me but Mm -hmm. um i didn't prepare them enough for it i guess so this was a, a planned absence which I used to take occasionally, but now I almost never take because it's so much more work to take yeah. a planned absence than to just be there no matter how horrible it is. But I had left like, and this was like three days or two days before a test or something. So I think I had done like a review day and we had done a Jeopardy game or something. So I thought I had left thorough instructions. Clearly I had not. And these kids ran all over the sub and there were office referrals for every single class period. And I came back in my room and it was just like a tornado had literally gone like papers everywhere. She had lost, they had like a pop quiz that day. She had lost like some of their papers. There was one class she just didn't even give the quiz in and she, it was just like total mess. And then she had written me a letter telling me how terrible all the kids were. (laughs) That's the worst. And I was just like, God, I know. But I was like, well, I didn't prepare her. So now what I do whenever I have a planned absence and I will let the kids know like, hi, today is Monday. I will not be here on Thursday. So there will be a substitute on Thursday. Here's what you will be doing on Thursday. And so I get them ready for it. And then on Tuesday, okay, guys. So remember, I'm not going to be here Thursday, but you have a quiz in this and this, and this is what you're going to be doing afterwards. So make sure you're asking me your questions now. And then on Wednesday, I talk about how we treat substitutes. I'm like, okay, imagine... You walk into a room and you don't know anyone in the room. And then all of a sudden, someone comes up to you and says, hey, you're in charge of everyone in this room and you have to lead them. And here's here's a sheet of paper mm-hmm. that tells you what you have to get all these people to do. So they have to listen to you and they have to do this job. Um, but you have no preparation for that. So do you think that that person might mess up sometimes? That you think that you might mess up? They're like, yeah. Do you think, you know, you might not what's go- know what's going on with these people? And I'm like, that's what a substitute's life is like. They're very brave. They come into a room and they don't know any of you or how Miss how Miss B does things. And they're expected to do everything. So your job is to make their day as wonderful as it can be. So we're not talking back. We're not saying, well, when Miss B is here, this is how we do it. Nope, you're just going to go right. with the flow because it's only for a day, guys. I'm going to be back the next day. It's not the end of the world. So when I give them that pep talk, usually they're pretty good. Um... And then, of course, I, now I have my sub binder with, like, here is my extremely detailed list of what I do yes. every moment of the day, what the kids are expected to do. And I tell the sub, like, I let my kids sit wherever they want, but if you are not comfortable with that, here's the seating chart. And you can tell them, hey, today you're going to sit in your chairs. And I've told the kids that so it's So that they know you. who's who. That can exactly. be really tough on a sub. Yes. And then I'll tell them, like, these are the kids you have to hover over constantly these are your helper kids. Right. These are the kids who are going to try to pull one over on you. These are the teachers who are next to you. And here's how you can spread the kids out, whatever. So it's very detailed. 
And then I also leave like a really specific lesson plan if I need them to teach something that day. But then I also have just like a big folder full of worksheets. And so at the bottom of my lesson plan, I'm like, if you don't feel comfortable teaching this, here's just a shit ton of worksheets and you can just, just do this, like whatever, Mm -hmm. or if shit starts to go sideways, just open this up and give this to them. Um, And so that helps a lot, but it's so much work for me. I hate it. Leaving a list of who your helpful students and who your people you have to watch is incredibly helpful for Mm -hmm. a sub. Um, You just made me think of a sub that I had when I was in high school. I got written up because this was an English class. We were, we'd read uh, a modern proposal. Do you remember that essay? No, I do not. It was, uh, um, uh, not a farce. What's that called? Not a parody. Uh, Satire. Satire. It was satire. Um, I don't remember who wrote it. I want to say Jonathan Swift, but if that's totally wrong, I'm going to bleep it out so I sound smarter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So in this, he is saying, I know um, how we can solve the the like food problem in England and also the overpopulation problem. We'll just eat babies. So it's this whole satire about how people can drop off their unwanted children here and we will cook 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 them and feed them to the poor. So I was writing an essay in response to this and the substitute thought I was just like being a smart ass asshole when he was like, what is this about? And I was like, this it's about eating babies. And he didn't believe me and wrote me up. And then when I got, uh, I don't think he turned it into the office. I think he left it for the English for the teacher. teacher. And I was like, with. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's what the essay that's is about. Is. Oh, yeah. That's good that's times. Great. Good times. I know. But subs, like, that's such a hard role to play for a sub because if a kid is being a shit, you want to, mm-hmm. like, lay down. Yeah, like, you have to be, yeah. You want to be like, nobody's going to pull one over on me. You're not tricking me, cute little person. I know that exactly. you're a total badass. And I'm sure um, that I was kind of a smart ass because by the time no. I was in, I know, right? But by the time, <laughs> like when I was younger, substitutes, I would very much be like, can I help you? But by the time I'm like 17 years old, I'm like, you're a Practice. sub, loser. Yeah. And then I went on to be a sub right? like five years later. <laughs> and then it all catches up with us in the end. I think my worst ever sub experience um also when I taught at this performing arts school and I don't even think it was this was a planned absence because I was doing something for the school Mm -hmm. we would go out and do recruiting at the elementary schools and I would have kids put on like a short little little, short plays yeah so like whatever our musical was the year before we would do one of the numbers from it yeah so we were doing it was do the circulation from schoolhouse rock so Ooh. i would just have to teach it to the new kids because the kids from last year were pretty familiar because this was at the beginning of the school year so i had very detailed instructions this school was great because it had a poster printer have you ever had one of those no so it's like but it would only print in one color but it would print like i don't a know two three feet ass. yeah and it would make yeah, it as yeah. long as you wanted so i would take like my regular document eight and a half by 11 document run it through this thing and then it would blow it up huge and i would put that on the whiteboard so, so like the kids know what detail. to do and, yeah and it was the exact same thing the sub had but mm-hmm. there was no excuse that like what you don't know how to read it's yeah. right up there it's right up there so asshole. i come back and one or two of my like five sewing machines is broken were they sewing that day absolutely no. not what? they just <laughs> Miss W lets us use a sewing machine yeah. if my backpack breaks. Like somebody's something what? broke and they were just like, yeah, I could probably fix it. Totally no, fucked up you. one of my sewing machines. Yeah. Oh, man. It made me so mad. Then they got into like I had this big closet of just like random craft supplies because we would make costumes and props and stuff. Sure. And I would let different classes help. And it was like. It was one of those ones that locks, but you could really like jimmy it open pretty yeah. easily. You know, one of those ones was just like that little latch that the was little, either up or down. Up. Yeah. Or a kid went and got the keys out my desk. Who knows? Right? There were definitely a couple kids that knew that's where I kept the keys. Uh, so kids got out my glitter <gasps> oh, no. and made 
glitter bombs. No. Which they would just get a piece of loose leaf and pour glitter and in it and it crumple and... it up and throw it at people. So there's glitter all Jesus over the motherfucking school. I would have Not just my room. Open. Like the school. Thank God that I was on a school task and I hadn't just like taken a day off or right? something. Uh, and oh it's like the they didn't even have all the periods that day. I was like, you only have to teach two classes. They were 90 <laughs> minutes. So I only taught three 90-minute classes a day. I was like, you had two hours off because I had these other kids wow. doing this oh performance. And there was just like thread everywhere. It was a fucking I don't understand nightmare. that. Nightmare. But like, how can you I believe the students? Well, how, and how could you leave the room like that? Like, right. That's what I don't understand is when I come back and there's just shit everywhere. I'm like, you wouldn't want to make a pass through just so you don't look like a totally incompetent right. human being. And right. just like straighten up a little bit. Oh, it after was. you've totally ruined everything. Oh my God. It was so, but like it still makes me cringe. There's and probably I still, still glitter all over oh, that Oh, absolutely. Actually, they turned the, so I had this big plan to turn that off. classroom into a black box mm. and had like gotten some grant money and we were going to, you know, do that panel, that black yeah. paneling all over. And it's actually a beautiful black box now. Uh, one of the, the teacher that replaced me put the photos of it up on Facebook a few years ago and oh I was God. just so sad. I mean, I'm glad the that they saw on. my vision. Right. But, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes when they turn, turn the lights, the lights on, on, it looks like a starry night. Just a little twinkle. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle. Just a little twinkle. Oh, oh what my a gosh. freaking nightmare. Those little God, I, turds. Well, the fact that you had prepared ahead of time also, because mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm like suddenly sick, like I can't come in on a Monday because I have like one of those migraines that makes me throw up and I'm just, right. I haven't prepared sub plans. I don't even have my own lesson plans printed out. And I'm just like, I can't come in. And all my, you know, co-teachers have to cover my ass. And then I come back and it's a total nightmare. Like I can, I can understand that because I didn't leave. Right. I still have my sub binder, but also like it was very last minute. But the fact that you had like a printed layout of the day and the yep. I would have been I would have been fucking ripping up those kids too oh like, I that was is so a mad mutual thing so mad I was oh uh God. and I'm sure I don't I either leave them like busy work mm-hmm. or they watch a play of something and then I have a sheet that goes along with it that yeah, they like have to fill along. in yeah oh my goodness gracious because subs never know how to do theater stuff no like they just they can very often understand a you know like a worksheet on reading or math or whatever but i can't like well it's such a specific like yeah thing that unless you're a theater person you wouldn't know how to do those things or you would be so uncomfortable doing it like even if you were familiar with it you would just be uncomfortable leading Mm -hmm. that i remember one time the music teacher at our school, like halfway through the day, had to leave. And none of the teachers had been informed of this. And so I walked my kids down to music and she's not there, which is completely unlike her. So I waited for a couple of minutes and then I called the office and I was like, hey, can, is Miss So-and-so down there? And they're like, oh, she left at lunch. And I was like, oh. So the kids are like, oh, recess. I was like, nope, I'm teaching music. And they're like, you can't Hell do that. I was yes. like, get out your fucking recorders. And so I made them <laughs> And then Miss like, B rolls in her marimba. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, I made them do recorder because that's what they were working on. And I could see him like bullshitting the fingering. I was like, Aiden, you may play that by yourself. Like he's holding it backwards. And I'm like, you know, how do you, y'all been working on this for four months. Have you been practicing at home? And they're like, how do you know that? And I'm like, I also passed third grade, bitches. <laughs> It's like when uh, when I had those kids that we went to Disney World and they took this workshop with, you know, somebody that used to be on Broadway and she's doing this warm up with them and they're like, oh, my God, Miss W taught us that warm up. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, 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 I do the same shit. Right? Yes. Like, oh, oh, you thank you just for make this stuff up? validating me person that was in Mary Poppins on Broadway right? 17 years See? ago. You little 13 year old <laughs> turd. I do know what I'm doing. I'm a thespian. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever had a substitute that the students liked more than you? That you came back and they were just like singing oh. their praises about how awesome they were? No, but I have had a substitute that they liked better than me only because he was so incompetent. But he was like <laughs> the cool guy. So he let yeah. them get away with everything. But 
So they would be sad when I came back because they had to like do stuff. Do stuff. But but not like, oh, they're better than you. Or they, she taught us how to do this. Or I've never mm-hmm. had that happen. I, oh God. You've just, been upset by a sub? Yes, but I've recently started having visual migraines and they don't hurt, which is great. It's way better than throwing up. But I just like see shit in the corner of my eye now and it's real weird. Are you so sure you're it not, just happened. It's not spirits? No, because I went to the, well, it could be spirits, but I went to the uh, optometrist <laughs> like last week and was like, I'm seeing shit. And she showed me all the insides of my eyeballs and we're like no everything looks great because it's also like the same thing as a detached retina or like a tear yeah, i remember cornea. that we were on a trip Has, and you were like yes oh that's my, my first one and i thought i was i thought i was like having a stroke i remember that i was like this um, is not a good time for you to be having no y'all let's tell miss we're gonna retina. tell this story real quick so miss <laughs> b and i were in um philadelphia yeah. we were doing uh this big convention and there's you can take all kinds of classes and stuff there. And I taught this two-hour dance class, which was pretty intense. It was so good, you guys. Like, it was, I can't dance. Basically, the whole premise of the class was, oh, so you can't dance? Well, I'm going to teach you all styles of dance in two hours. And then you're going to do a fully choreographed dance. And we did. It was so yes. good. Was so That's fun. one of my favorite... Like, I, I'm really proud of how I did that year. with the lesson plan because it's like I trick everyone how to fake being good at dance. Yes. But also you do learn stuff. You but do. then I didn't tell them until like the last 20 minutes that I was like, oh, you're probably wondering, what are we going to do with these last you 20 minutes? Like, it was like, we're going to put all that this, shit together. Right? So we finished this class. Uh, Miss B and I are walking back to our hotel because we had our next thing to do in like 45 minutes, but we were sweaty and gross. So it was like, okay, we're going to go back, take a real quick shower. And as I'm walking, I start seeing like white sparkles like encroaching on my vision on one side. And I was like, this is real weird, but I'm just going to see if it goes away. Oh, look at that dog. Um, (laughs) You got a bath yesterday. This is real fluffy. All the hair everywhere. So... Miss B gets out of the shower and I'm like, hey, I might be having a stroke. I feel fine, but I'm seeing stuff and I want to tell you all of my symptoms in case I like fall out on the ground. You have to bring me to an emergency. So then we go to our like huge community meeting with like a thousand people and we have to find somebody and we're like, I don't want everybody to freak out, but where's the closest hospital? But please don't say cool. anything. I don't want attention. Just tell me where the hospital Just let is. Let me know where to go if I need one. Long story short, uh, a good fine. friend of mine there, his mother is uh, an optometrist or ophthalmologist. That. Yes. So he's like in my close friend group. <laughs> And I was just like, just weirdly, does anybody know an optometrist? He was like, my mom. So then I talked to her on the phone and she was like, it sounds like it's a migraine. But if it happens again, go straight to the hospital. (laughs) Or if you start to feel like X, Y, or Z, go to the hospital. Um, Yeah, that is the story of me seeing stuff and it being like weirdly distracting. Oh, oh, back to the subs. Because, oh, look at this cute dog. Oh, hi, Brody. What you doing? Oh, what a handsome dog. Um, anyway, so I did one time have a sub that the kids liked way better than me, and it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> but she was a theater person, and she was doing basically what I'm doing now. She was doing a bunch of gig stuff, and if she was available, she could sub. So she, like, brought in, like, her trunk of puppets and, like, did all this stuff. And the kids were just like... Miss W, why don't you do stuff like that? I was like, and because now, is that why you do puppets now? Is that what pushed you into it? You That's what pushed me over the edge. The she pushed you into puppetry. Oh. Be so sad if that's what it was. Uh, but it was basically like, well, if I only had to teach you three times a year, of course I'd do the coolest yeah, shit. Do fun stuff. <laughs> Somebody else has to. Ugh, damn it. Oh yeah, hurt oh, my wow. feelings. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not hurt by it. Hey, should we take a quick uh, breather? Oh, should yeah, we, we should have break? taken one like 15 minutes ago. Yeah, well, let's we're take gonna a do quick it now. break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're back from our break. Yeah, we did it. Um, um, oh, okay. So I was going to, I was going to, I told you earlier about the sub who I love so much that turned into an actual full-time teacher on our mm-hmm. team. She's so wonderful. And I want to just say, in case she ever listens to this, that the person she replaced was also completely wonderful, but also I could, I 100% understand her reasoning for leaving. So yeah, 
Um, but there's another sub at our who's always at our school, and she's not. She's one of the subs who's just like in the pool. But because our school is so great, as I've talked about on previous podcasts, right. anytime our school like pops up on the list, she comes. And she's the first time I met her. I was on cafeteria duty, and which, as you know, you have you have there's a mm-hmm. lot of things going on in there. There's only two teachers in there, and there's um, basically four classes in there. So. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep my eye on things, and she is in my face talking to me, and she's this little short, tiny old lady, and she's talking to me about how she's everyone's favorite sub here, and they request her, and that's why she's on campus every day. And she, I mean, I've been here longer than the principal. They, I've known these kids since they were in kinder, just going off, and behind her, there's just like a complete melee happening. So I'm like, would you move so I can yell at these kids? So she... um kind of ruined my Thanksgiving feast at school because the PTO came on Thursday or Friday and they made just like a huge spread. And already our lunch period comes like after everybody else's. So it was already like all the sweet potatoes are gone. Oh, um, the good sucks. thing is all the dark meat was left, which is my fave because that's where all the flavor is. not and dry. Right? Basic bitch is eating all that dry white meat, turkey, whatever. But like all the mashed potatoes are gone. There's like Ooh. one bite of macaroni left. It's only no. like green bean casserole is gone, but like the canned green beans are there. So it was just kind of like depressing already. So, and I was late because I had to deal with um, a child issue. So I was already like 10 minutes late for lunch in my 30 minute period. And then I get in there and I'm trying to scrape together this meal. And I'm just being, she comes in and I was like, oh, did you get to have some food and so she's like oh yeah and she's like telling me all the things that are on the table I'm like yes I could see them with my eyes thank you but I'm just standing there because the microwave is there and then she asked me she's like and I've had this conversation with her at least three times because like I said she's there every day she goes now do you have children at the school and I was like oh yes and I was telling her about my kids and she goes well I have a daughter who's 29 and we spent all weekend looking for apartments for her let me tell you about them so she <laughs> dives in to this huge long story about all the apartments and what is her daughter's first choice, but why she doesn't think that's very safe. And so her first choice is this one. And I'm trying to get around her to like get to a table so I can sit down and eat. I don't even have a fork. I'm just standing here with this plate of food and she is fully blocking the door. And I'm trying to like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I just have a couple minutes. Let me, and she's like, well, hold on. Let me just tell you. So she talked, like I asked her to please fucking move so I can go eat. And she's like, no, 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 hold on. Listen to my story. And then she goes, oh, it's time for me to go to class. We'll enjoy your lunch. I was like, well, that was also my lunch break. So I guess I'll bring this outside with me for recess duty. I was just like, bitch, you ruined my Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness. It's such a bummer. But it's also sad because all like all the teachers and the admin at school are like, she needs to go. Like, she just happens to mm-hmm. be the first one who pops up and accepts it. And we can't because it's an automated system. So when she accepts Y'all don't it. have a way to request specific well, we can, people. But because it's so like understaffed in the sub world right. right now they're you know whoever takes it gets it so it's she's the worst i'm the so worst. sorry i know that is anyways that is subs are very terrible. necessary but sometimes they're not awesome but anyway guys if y'all are looking for a job or you have people who are complaining because they've had a hard time finding work in you know everything going on right now they can very easily step into a classroom mm-hmm. no matter how scary that may sound so. Yeah, and it's, you know, you'll have a couple days where it's, like, crazy scary. Not, like, real scary, but just, yeah, like, but just I like, I don't know hey. what to do. Don't you wish you could make your husband sub for just oh one God, day? I would love Just that. to make you understand. He also, I feel like if I came back, it would be, like, the whole Miss uh, Nelson. Miss Nelson, situation. yes. I really feel like they would be, like, I'm really sorry. Because he would be such a football coach about it, like, yeah. no, I'm going to do off. this. <laughs> yeah. He'd start talking about animal husbandry or something. And like, oh, just eight and nine years old. He'd be like, one time I had my arm up to my shoulder in a cow's asshole. Oh, oh I miss your husband. I haven't seen him in so long. I'm I so glad I like your hard. husband. God, wouldn't that be terrible God, if we, we married like somebody that we didn't like? God. I know. I have a friend like that. And I'm just like. I know who that friend is. <sighs> <laughs> Should I take that out? Okay. Does that person listen? No. Probably not. Okay. Uh, All right. It's time for teaching tips. Yeah. We should have a teaching tip sting. Hey, somebody call us and say teaching tips. Maybe we get get one of your cute kids to do it. 
That's a good idea. Teaching tips. Tips I'll teach you, Aaron. <laughs> Yours is not written down because I printed mine out before you. Got oh, okay. Into the docs, uh, mine so. is mine. I may have done before. Oh. Uh, okay. So you know, you always have a kid. That's like, I need to go to the nurse because I need attention. Yeah. Or can I have an ice pack? I hurt my whatever. Yesterday, I slept weird. And when I woke up, <laughs> my eyes were blurry. And now that it's after recess, I feel like my I'm going blind in my eyes. <laughs> you were fine recess. So. So, um, so they have those ice packs that you break or whatever and they get cold. Those are kind of expensive. Yeah. So they're a little expensive to replace. So what I used to do which this really only works if you've got a fridge or a freezer nearby, but I had a, I had a fridge with one of those little tiny freezers. Uh-huh. You go to the dollar store and buy some sponges and then you get Ziploc baggies. You wet the sponges, put them in the Ziploc and baggie and put them in the freezer. Little... Yes, yep. and it and doesn't you can reuse over them. It. That's mm-hmm. so smart. The nurse at our old school started doing that last year and we were all like, oh, mind blown. But yeah. they could still go to the nurse to get it. So I like your idea of like, oh, I have one right here. Sit down. Yeah, with and then they got the pack. little thing, but... You probably need to put it inside two Ziplocs. But still, yeah, it's totally reusable That's and it's cheap. You can go to the dollar store. Such a great store. idea. Um, I was going to say, I was. I thought you were going to say, like, get you a little cooler mate and put some frozen peas in it every morning and be like, here, or a slab <laughs> frozen of Frozen peas? Why don't they have teeny tiny little ball frozen co- peas? Yes, know. because I had knee surgery and then whenever, like, it gets cold or I do a lot of movement, my knee will start to hurt. And nothing works as well as a bag of fucking frozen peas. Because it molds around and it's not yes. too cold. It's like the perfect amount of cold. Yeah, because I make... have the gel ones, but they don't work as well. They don't. They don't. So it sounds like this is a new thing that we need to put All on right. our... Yeah. Just like we came up with the idea of putting mustaches on pacifiers 10 years ago, but we didn't pull the trigger. And I now know. they're everywhere. This because we're it. too lazy to follow through. <laughs> we just come up with the great ideas. It's a miracle we them. followed through on this podcast. It's all it thanks is a to, miracle. All thanks to Corona. 100%. Because I've been thinking about this for literally like a year before I even talked to you about it. And then you were like, yes. And then we waited until Corona hit. And then you're like, okay, now we can do it. Jeez Louise. Mm. All right. So tell us your, your tip. My teaching tip is that I have hundreds, literally hundreds of books in my classroom library and the kids all fight over the graphic novels. They fight right. over Dogman and Captain Underpants. The same books, right? And they will not read things. And I'm like, oh, this is such a good book. When I was a kid, this is one of my favorite books. They're like, yeah, okay, can I have Diary of a Wimpy Kid? So what I've started doing is, because I always do read-alouds with my class anyway, is I have been doing my read-alouds from books that I love. And so I'll read that from that same book every morning, like a chapter or two. I'll read like the first five chapters so that they're all hooked. And then I'll be like, so we're going to move on to another book. And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, it's right here in my library. And hey, there's a whole series. There's like nine of these different ones. And then oh, they start reading those books. That's been lovely. So great. So I've been doing that. And then I've also been using it because they have like their read aloud notebook. And I'm always give them an objective like, okay, so today we're listening for character motivation. Why do you think the main character is mm-hmm. doing this? So they're supposed to write in their notebook. They don't most of the time. So Fridays, I've turned into like a pop quiz day. So as I'm reading, I'll say, okay, we're going to have some questions for points. And then I'll give them like, we have like little tickets that we give out for our school-wide reward incentive thing. And so they'll be listening for like, I'll read a sentence and it'll be like, boing, boing. And I'll be like, oh, okay, here's a question for points. What do you call it when an author uses words like boing, boing? And I'm like, oh, Yes. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, oh. To get their points. It's so much fun that's so that they so actually cute. interact. So that's a little twofer. You should read alouds for. That's awesome. You made me books. think of an idea, which you Ooh. should do with your kids at the end of the year. Yes. Okay. So you know how like back in the day when Blockbuster existed, they would have like, I almost said your name. They would have like <laughs> <laughs> Miss B's picks and you would have little cards with why ah. you like it. You should have your kids do that with books at the end of the year and then like so, laminate them and stick out. them on, yeah, on there. Oh, to put them in the books. That's yeah. That's a great idea. Or have like a bucket. Or like, like teachers or like the, you know, yes. the librarian loves this book. The, you know, that's cafeteria lady loves this one. So that would be have, so cute. I have a poster in my room that's laminated. It's called Books We Love. And I have these little review slips where if they read a book and they really love it, they can put the title of the book and then like why they liked it. 
and then they color in whatever color bucket it was that they got it off of and they could stick it up on the poster. Oh, cute. But I really like the idea of having just like a bucket set aside labeled like kid picks or like yeah. our favorite books this month or something like that. I really like that idea. Yeah, super cute. What can we do to get kids read? Get kids to read. I left a preposition out. It sounded stupid. Damn it. You know what I hate? I hate ending a sentence with a preposition when I know it's not supposed to, but then I sound like a snobby butthole. (laughs) I know. I sound like an asshole when I don't. So do I want to sound like an asshole or just like a regular ass person? And I think I'm going to go with a regular ass person. All right. It's time for Screaming in the Parking Lot. Screaming in the Parking Lot. Yeah. So, okay. My Screaming in the Parking Lot is kids that think they know everything, but it's not worth the time to argue with them. So this was actually inspired by an adult, but it just like irritated me so <laughs> bad. It and in childhood. I, yeah, it starts in childhood. No adults so. being like, um, you're wrong. Take yeah. Like, so I did this. I did this short film. Uh, we filmed it yesterday. There's actually they're filming again today. I'm so glad I'm not there because it is 40 degrees outside. Now it was real cold yesterday, but it was a blast. Um, so there are only three actors in it. We had to like keep our masks on except for when we were acting we all got corona tests by the way when i got my corona results everything's printed in black on the email except for the word results which is in big scary red <laughs> that is very scary but it gets you to, to the i guess part. so oh it, but it scared me for a second so anyway there's like anybody that's ever filmed anything it's just like hurry up and wait you wait a long time and mm-hmm. it's kind of like you bond really quickly with the other performers because you're stuck. You can't use your phone or anything. You're just stuck together for a really long time. So I don't know how we got on this topic. Uh, I think the actor that was playing my husband was left-handed. So I was like, hey, you know, they have this theory that no one is, that left-handed people are all identical twins. Because if you have identical twins, one's left-handed, one's right. They're like mirror images. An identical twin told me this story. Yeah, so that's the theory is that very early on, you know, like, I don't know, two weeks after conception, when it wouldn't be detected and before you know, uh, before you've had like your sonogram or or ultrasound or anything, the right-handed twin just either gets absorbed, didn't make it, whatever, so that nobody is truly just born left-handed. But you can't prove or disprove this theory. Aren't there some identical twins that are both right-handed also? No, they're all left and right. What? Yeah, they're all mirror images of each other. I should Google this. This is something that... That's uh, nuts. Okay, so anyway, so this was an educated man with like a doctorate that told me this. And I looked it up, but it was also 20 years ago. So we're just chatting about it and just like saying like, yeah, but you can't really prove or disprove it. They just, that's this like theory that's out there. So then the the DP is just like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I was like, well, it's a theory. You can't, it, you, there's no way yeah. to prove it. He's like, I'm left-handed. I wasn't a twin. And I was like. But that's what I'm saying is you would yes, know when you were four the cells. The theory there was is. Four cells <laughs> right. And he was like. You. Well, I think my mom would have known though. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, okay, idiot. Okay. <laughs> That is so, so you just gotta let it go because yeah. I'm not gonna like argue with this stupid little stupid know-it-all. Idiot. God, I, hate I do. That's so obnoxious. It makes me so mad. It makes me mad. Yeah, that's one of my like top things. And then I lose so much respect for that person that I they can never gain it back. No yeah, what never. Happens. Never. It's so sad. Oh my like, god! I hope I'm just never. I hope I never inadvertently do some shit like that. <laughs> Jesus. That's I'm gonna put, so, I'll put a link in the show notes to whatever article okay, when I find do. it. Well, I'm thinking of, so I have um, a best friend who is a lefty. She's yeah. also a triplet. And they told the mom, that, or they told the parents that she is identical with one of her, one of her triplets. And then the other one was like the extra one in there or whatever. However, there is no way that she is identical. Have you right. met them that she's yes. the identical one? Because the other two are... Look identical. They look identical. They have a twin language. Like, they get together and they have, like, this mouse talk. That you can but she's a lefty? Shit. She's a lefty. That's And crazy. I don't think either one of them is a lefty. I'm going to have to ask her. That's yeah. so interesting. But also, it could be that there were, there were others in there. Like, you don't right. know how many... 
little blastocysts or whatever were in there. That's not. I want to think about this so much more. I know. Well, that's why it stuck with me for 20 years. It's so fascinating. I love stuff like that. I started watching this show called Becoming You or something. And Uh it's all about, it's this documentary all about like babies up till three or four years old or something. Uh I've only watched one series, but it's all like science-based and it's very interesting. And like when a child realizes that they are a separate person and how that kicks off the terrible twos because then they're like, no, mine. Um, But they do this thing in Japan called the first errand when kids are three. So they send this little boy in Tokyo out to go get dinner what? for the family What? when he's three in what? Tokyo. So everyone- In fucking it, Tokyo? Imagine Manhattan. Like he goes down the and elevator from baby? his building. <gasps> yes. Crosses like all these different cross, giant crosswalks, goes into the store. The dad like called in the sushi ahead of time. He pays them. He takes the change, goes to a little bu- bubblegum machine, gets a little Pokemon. Shit. It's just sitting there playing with the Pokemon, makes his way back home and comes in and everybody's like, yay, you did it. Oh my. God, does it? Is it frightening? That is terrible. Do they have like a shadow? Like, is there a parent? No, sh- I mean this one did because they were videoing they were him, filming it. But but Holy it is not like nobody shit. follows them. It's called. It's supposed to like help develop their personality and stuff. But blew oh, my mind. My God, terrified, terrified also, me. Wouldn't you agree? And I don't know shit about other cultures around the world. Wouldn't you agree that probably American children are the most sheltered and coddled? Yes, out of all the world. Yes. Okay. Although like not our generation. I I'm no, my parents were definitely like free range. Were, yeah. yeah. I think 80 not 80s, but I'm talking like right now. Yes. Like I'm even thinking about my own children and how one of them who just entered the double digits, I'm just now okay with him like going oh. to the corner store that's that abuts up to a main road with one of his buddies from the neighborhood just because I'm like I know that there's like routine drug deals that happen here and shit. So I feel like I'm justified in that. But still fucking Tokyo and your 3-year-old mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And you just see him, like, hopping down the street like a little three-year-old would. And then, like, when the... into my mouth just thinking about it. Yeah, when the walk sign comes on, he, like, runs. Oh, Oh my my gosh. Well, they must not have a huge human trafficking issue there either, I'm guessing. Yeah. Because there's already so many humans that are like, we don't want any fucking more humans. I don't want this one. Shit. That's crazy. Yeah, but he's such a cute little boy. I was like, how are you not worried about kidnappers? Look at this little tiny cutie pie. Japanese child. Oh my god. Oh, so that has nothing to do with anything. It just no, but I just I'm thought of it. Thoroughly engrossed in this now. What's it called? How becoming us becoming you something like that? Yeah, totally I don't remember what it. I watched it on. I'll it was watch it with my my son too because he would love shit like that. Yeah, it's so interesting. Okay, so um, what are we talking about? Are we still screaming? Did we the scream in the park? We did we I both think, do think, it? Oh, no, you didn't you do yours. I, I just mind. talked for like an hour but about random so science shit. I love science so much. I do too. I get off. I do this in the classroom though. Like we'll get off on a ta- I'll get off on a tangent about something from science or history. P.S. I teach neither one of those things, and I'll <laughs> like go down a rabbit hole that all the kids are like, "What?" Okay, so here's my screaming in the parking lot this week. So I've got a student. She is virtual. She is two years older than all of her classmates because she has been retained a couple of times. Um, she missed three full weeks of school because their hotspot wasn't working. And instead of like coming up and getting one, they were just like, yeah, it's just not working. So we're just not going to do anything. Um, and we're reading, we're reading at least a year behind grade level. So right. there's, there's a lot of issues going on here. So earlier this year, I don't know if I told you, um, this mom posted a rant on Facebook about, how I had posted an assignment with one typo in it, and how is my child supposed to learn if the teacher You did not tell me about this. I want to fight this woman. <gasps> oh, well, I didn't even make the assignment because it's it was something from the district, and I put it right. up, and then she's like, how is my child supposed to learn if this teacher can't even proofread her work before she puts it on the internet? Um, so anyway, uh, this girl was, so her class was in my other teacher's classroom, the other teacher's classroom in the morning, and the class that she's in, the Zoom kids will all be like, Miss P, Miss P, Miss P, at the same time through our Britney Spears headset. Right. And so sometimes we have to be like, I'm going to mute all of you because I can't hear anybody. And in a couple of minutes, I'm going to turn you back on. And so the teacher in the other room told them, like, you guys need to stop talking because I can't understand any of you. 
And then one of the kids asks, like, where are we? Are we in English? Are we in reading or something? She's like, I don't even teach that. Like, no, we're in, we've been doing math for 30 minutes. We're in the math class. And so she was kind of abrupt with her, as we will be occasionally. But right. she wasn't mean. She was just like, what class are you in right now? And the girl was like, math. And she goes, then you should probably be in your math class, in your math folder. Okay. So the mom gets on the chat and privately chats the teacher, like, uh, that was totally unacceptable the way you spoke to that child. It's not even her child. The way you spoke to that child, I expect a phone call from you at your break. And she puts in her phone number. So the mom of this other student, yeah, you're making a face. I'm making a face. It's just like, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Uh-uh. you're so going to be anyway, waiting a long time then. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. This is on also like, uh, anyway. Why so do you then, think we get a break? We don't get I a don't break. I don't know. It's like, I don't get a break. Because I'm Let talking, my 20 minutes I eat lunch while, uh, while this old lady, old lady sub Magoo. is in my <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the only t- You want me to call you when I'm on the toilet for my three seconds that I run out of the room? <laughs> so then in the afternoon, they switch and she's in my class and we're everything is going fine. And I put all the kids in breakout rooms because they're working on a group assignment. And so I go in and I check on one breakout room. They're doing great. I go in and I check out on the other great breakout room. That mother, her face is on the Zoom, and she's telling everybody else in that breakout room about how that teacher was totally unacceptable and blah, 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 blah. No. And all I see are the other children's faces, but I'm assuming that there's other moms in the background because I can kind of hear stuff going on. So then one of the kids is like, came in the room. Shit, bleep bleep that out. Okay. (laughs) Miss B just came in the room, and so all of a sudden she hands the device back over to her child, and I'm just like, Okay, so guys, we're going to do this. I was like, that is so inappropriate. And I would have ripped her a new one, but I didn't want to be unprofessional and do that in front of a bunch of children. But I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Like, That's what insane. Is happening? Isn't that insane? I was so pissed off. I was so pissed. So anyway, they had the phone call and the assistant principal was on it and she was going off about how unprofessional it was. And they had the phone call before this had happened because... If that had happened first, I would have been like, oh, why don't you bring up how maybe this is also not okay to get, oh my God, I'm so pissed off. So anyway, that's- I knew yours would win. (laughs) Fucking, like, mind your business. Take care of your own issues. And the kid was fine. Like, the teacher had called that kid back into her chat later and was Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings earlier. And she's like, no, it's fine. Like, she wasn't even upset about it. Right. So bizarre. It's like, mind your fucking business. Also, they were like at Walmart while this was happening. Like, she was in the car half the time. And then like the child is squatting amongst clothing racks in a store for the other half of class. It's insane. Wow. Wow. Let's do Uh an all worth it moment. Let's Let's close that palette. (laughs) Why don't you read yours first on this one? Okay, so we did our, I forced them to do their I'm thankful for essays, of course, for Thanksgiving week. And um, it was just really a breath of fresh air to see how many I am thankful essays included me. Did I tell you when we had to talk about my favorite places? Did I tell you about those essays? No! So a couple of weeks ago, we were working on, okay, what is your, explain a special place and why it's so special to you. And like three kids put Mrs. Mrs. Shit. (laughs) Put Miss B. And I was like, hey, that's really sweet. I'm not a location. I am a human being. So I cannot be the topic of this essay. (laughs) So that's so sweet. But then in this one, they were like, they were like, Miss B is my favorite because she does this and that. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet because I feel like I yell at you all the time. So that just really makes my heart warm Mm -hmm. that that you appreciate that I'm doing it for good. I know. It was nice. So I am like all virtual with my students now, which means I had like a a last class, last in-person class. And this one student, when she was leaving and I'm just like, bye everybody, bye, bye, bye. She was running out and she was like, bye, thank you. I've learned so much in this class. As she was running out and it was so So sweet. sweet. And they're big kids. I know. And they've all, so they've all done their like, uh, they all finished their group performances and now they just 
So like this last two weeks has been smashed full of shit because I don't want them to have anything difficult while we're over Zoom. So they've all just been like been putting in so much work and I'm like, this sucks now, y'all, but you're going to love this class the last three weeks when all your other teachers are piling on assignments. So they've had to do like so many assignments for me. And this is a student that had never really acted before. Mm -hmm. And I told them that they had to be present uh, for their in present or their in person class day, but if they didn't want to do their sonnet live, it's fine if they want to tape it. And this mm-hmm. is because I secretly knew they would spend so much more time taping it. Oh. So, so they're like, I won't have to memorize it if I tape it. And I was like, Yeah, but you're gonna spend yeah, hours on it. So, so she yeah. did such a good job. She had like four or five costs, and this is a sonnet, so it's fourteen lines. It's like. 45 seconds of dialogue yeah. or or not dialogue monologue or whatever sure. so she had like four or five different outfit changes she did them in all different languages she'd have one where it's just her profile talking and then this other thing. like it was so, so cool. dramatic and over the top but it was like she tried That's so hard fabulous and it was great so her just like yelling that she's learned so much as she like ran Aww. off because i'll probably never see this kid again in person totally that's wonderful. So it Love was. Stuff it was like really that. nice. Look at this long ass episode we did. Oh shit. <laughs> Wrap it up, dude. Tired. I know. Um, all right. Do you have a BS in education? We want to hear from you. Join our Facebook group. Like our stuff on Instagram that has been lacking lately because we've both been very busy. <laughs> really but, busy. But but I have some extra time coming up soon, so we're going to have some more <laughs> funny memes. Um, hey, leave us that message. We haven't heard from y'all in a while. Call yeah, us at 234. Seriously, have you also been teaching and been super busy? How dare you? <laughs> Call us and scream in the parking lot. Oh, my goodness. I have a funny story. Somebody did call us, but I'll do it on the next episode. Okay. It's a teaser. It's about field trips. Don't let me forget. <gasps> Ooh, they okay. were it. It was in response to our field trip episode. Wonderful. You know who you are. Uh, but anyway, call us 234-73-TEACH. Email us at BS in edu- or BS in education 2020 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. All right, I think that's everything, yeah? Oh my God, that's way more than everything. So much more (laughs) than everything. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Class is ended, time to go. Pick up your crayons off the floor. Class is ended, time to go. I don't want to see your face no more. Thank you for listening to ABS in Education. My tummy hurts.